Oh, of course. This Derby is patty pie. <laughs> What the Derby fuck is a derby pie? pie? It's this literally... Is, is it the winning horse chopped up in a pie? <laughs> What's up by making sense of adulties? <laughs> oh, you fucking... <laughs> It's your boy, Radio Rod, Rodney Smith, with my friends, Junie June June and Cordy Court. Hey, guys. What is up? That's the energy I was uh, expecting out of you guys. Finally, after take three, uh, to all my Making Sense of Adulty friends and family, thank you for still streaming us and listening to us even this deep into the podcast. We love you guys. Um, 2,700 streams. You guys are killing it. Thank you for listening. Tell your grandparents, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell everyone about this podcast we're going places and 2021 it's gonna be a fun year yeah christmas will be a great time for that so while you're home for the holidays drop a little making sense of adulting content at the christmas dinner table yes sir and to all of our guests that came in last month thank you guys so much for being a part of the making sense of adulting podcast season one we appreciate you guys for coming on and we look forward to seeing you guys in the future right yep absolutely we had great guests uh, for our first couple episodes with them, and I'm looking forward to having those people back on and bringing in new people for new yeah, stories, new I'm content. Excited to see new this people. Video. It's going to be exciting. But today we dive in to a little bit of Thanksgiving talk, but for the topic of the day, it is, is your blood thicker than your water? Is it? No. What? Not a chance. You're, you what? Not a chance. Huh? Absolutely. That's So that's Urban Dictionary says that the definition of his blood thicker than water is the family today it means basically family over everything and everyone facts or no facts you don't agree Janie? when it when it when it comes down to who my support system is it's always my family i have found that friends have will always come and go but when i need them the most even if I haven't contacted them, you know, religiously or I haven't seen them in a long time. My family always has my back. And whatever I do, whether they agree with it, whether they like it, they always have my back. And although I may be personally closer to other people other than my family, I don't think anybody is going to have my back more than them. But you just said your blood's not thicker than your water. Yeah, Let me spin like, this a little bit. How? I thought if blood is thicker than water, that means it's family over everything, yeah. right? Yeah. So that means you're... That's what I just said. No, you said <laughs> you no. You high. <laughs> I'm not high. You said no. Yeah, you said absolutely not. <laughs> that's, me, the, me. that's the first thing you said. Oh, that. my God, I am high. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, you're confused. Obviously. Um, I must have not heard the question right because, yes, blood is thicker than water. I was that like, is... well, I just gave you the definition for you. Urban Dictionary just described it for I'm you. I'm sorry. Said. Urban Dictionary this. Well, I... let me say, you are just sitting over there with your spaced out eyes. It makes sense why you didn't hear what we were okay, saying. I had a rough day at work today. Let's all pump the brakes on Junie today. You know, every time I think we have an episode, it's always something that's happening to you before <laughs> we come into the episode. My life why is... are you always having a bad day? I don't know. Your life is in shambles. It is. Well, but... let's tie this into Thanksgiving a little bit because um, Ronnie went home for the holidays. Junie, did you go home for the holidays? I did for just the day and then I came back. Okay. I didn't get to go home for the holidays, so this is kind of an interesting topic because blood is thicker than water. You both got to see your family on Thanksgiving. I didn't get to see my family on Thanksgiving, which 
was a little weird, to be honest, but did you guys enjoy spending time with your family? Absolutely. I think it was a little bit different, though, because a lot of the stuff is closed down there in Texas, and they put out this stupid mandatory curfew that was 10 p.m., so I didn't get to go dance. What? Just went, yeah, yeah, because COVID um, only comes out at night. I guess so, and they put this curfew out, and it ruined all the dance halls. I already told you my theory, right? Did I tell you all my theory you about did, COVID but... past 10? Oh, no. I think they shut everything down at 10 o'clock because if it stays over longer, then people are going to hook up with each other. What? What? <laughs> Your you mind know? is in the gutter Where? Uh, once again. <laughs> no, seriously, think about it. Like, if you're at a bar and you stay until 3, you're more likely to be more fucked up, so you're going to go home with that random person. What? What does that have to do with COVID? Because that person might have COVID. All right, cordisms? Is that cordism at its finest? Yeah, I'd agree. What? But, Do you understand me, Space Cowboy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been referred to Space. as a cowboy. You have a new nickname every time. But how was your Thanksgiving? I know you. It was it, it was short lived. I had to wake up early and I drove home. But this was actually my first Thanksgiving that I was single since 2016. Ooh. So instead of like being worried about my significant other and you know them making sure they feel comfortable or whatever. I actually had to get. I actually got quality time with my family, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Even though it was short lived, and I was only there for the day, and I had to drive there and back, which sucked. But it was great. I felt like this was the first holiday that I got to spend quality time with them in a long time, and it was great. That's great. Yeah, my Thanksgiving was a little weird this year because obviously, like Rodney, I'm from Texas, and so it was. A little difficult because my parents traveled to see my other family they usually come here but circumstances happen this year I know you guys know about it but so they didn't come up here because there's no we have family up here but not as much anymore right yeah. so they went to see my other side of the family and I had to work and I had to work up until Wednesday and then I didn't know if I was gonna get that Friday off or not right after Thanksgiving and that's like a real-life thing is I work now, I'm a big girl, and sometimes I can't go see my family. And that made me realize, like, holy shit, this is family time. Why am I not with my family? This kind of sucks. Yeah, I think, like, once you graduate college, especially if you went to, like, a further college, you got to pick which, like, every year it's not going to be able to go home with family. And I think that was one of my biggest things is that for the past, like, well, actually, I went to school outside of my state, and I went to school in Kansas, and... Every other year I went home for Thanksgiving. Like it was just and it was tough. Like I got like I'm getting used to it, but you can never get used to not seeing your family enough on these holidays. So it was kinda like it was amazing to be back and I like I enjoyed it. It just oh, I love my family so much. Me too. I will say I am not a homebody in any way. I love to spread my wings and do my own thing. But this Thanksgiving really did kick me in the butt a little bit and was like, Holy shit, I'm a little homesick. Yeah. You know, and I think everybody gets waves of that. Y'all make me feel like such a homebody because you all both went to school out of state from where you lived. And then you both had to, like, worry about traveling to go home. And for me, like, I've always been so close, whether, you know, I was at school at Western Kentucky, I could drive up. Or, you know, being in Nashville, I can drive up. And I can go home within a day and come back within a day. So I feel like y'all make me feel like such a homebody. But for me, like, Thanksgiving is that one time I do get to see my family. Right. And I know that it's probably this similar for you all again with your distant circumstances, but still like I find myself being a lot like very busy. So when the holidays do come around, I really do like to make sure that I can get home and see my family because it's really, really the only time I ever get to see them. I feel like that's kind of cool because it kind of 
relates to the topic, like his blood thicker than water. Because I think with being away from my family, that boosted how much I care about my family more. I agree. That is weird. I don't know if that makes sense. Like I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be straight up. When I was living at home before I left for college, I was, I was a little piece of shit. Weren't like, we all? I like I was a terrible child. I I shouldn't say that. I wasn't as bad as other people, but you know, <laughs> I I was not hesitant on causing disruptions in the house. And as soon as I left, all those things that your parents tell you about, like, oh, you're gonna need this, you need to know this, you need to yes. do this. It's like all of that sank in as soon as I was out on my own and I called them. I remember this. I was like, listen, everything you ever said, you were right. Yeah. And I'm sorry. And ever since then, me in my relationship, especially with my parents, has been so much better. We went from a parent-child relationship to more of like being friends. I think for me, when I went to college, I was still a little shit completely. And I felt like, I feel so bad for this, but like my parents, I used them in a way like, oh, hey, I need this, I need that, I need that. And I never actually took the time to sit down and say, wow, I love you and I'm so thankful for everything you do for me. And now that I'm an adult and I'm kind of on my own, I find myself talking to my mom more. I probably call her at least once a day or every other day. I never, ever did that in college. There would there would be times where I wouldn't talk to my mom for months. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like Holy that. Holy shit. I had a complete 180 when I got into adulthood and really realized Family means a lot, and they're always there for you, and that's why I do believe that blood is way thicker than water because I can count so many friends that have came and gone, Yeah. but my family will always be there, and I'm so happy that I realize that now. Yeah. Yeah, my family has always been my number one since I think even the beginning of time. We, My family was just one of those families that, like, they were just... If I When I grow up, I want to be exactly like my parents. I know that's cliche to sound, but, like, I think my parents gave me the the best growing up in childhood that I think any kid can ask for. Like they never shunned what I wanted to do. They were those parents that put you in everything till you found your talent. My parents always put the kids first, no matter how stupid. My sister and I would always feel like we were the richest people in the world. And because our parents would never not make something happen. I'm <clears throat> I'm gonna, I'm going to, I'm going to put it this way. Um, my parents were the same way. And I realize, and, and like you said, you see that more when you're older. Yeah. Because you see how much they had to go out of their way. Because we have jobs now. Like, think about this. Our parents had full-time jobs. And then they were doing all that stuff for us on the side. Exactly. Like, like, how, like it's just, it's it's dumbfounding to me how they find the time or the energy to do that. Because I get home from work now and I just want to, I just want to lay down. Exactly. But based off what you said, dude, it, it brings me back to this. My parents, like, would never miss any of my games. Yeah. And my dad... Even though he's the the fire chief, like the like the fire marshal of our entire like area, he would still show up to every single game. He'd be he'd be playing the music pregame. He would announce the starting lineups and all this stuff. And this man is working countless hours, and he still went out and did that exactly. shit. Like my like my family went out of their way for me in my life more than anything I can ever imagine, and I thank them and praise them and appreciate yeah. them more than any like anything else, bro, because they. They're the, they're the goats, bro. They're literally the goats. I do want to chime in here and kind of touch on the other side of things because not everybody grew up like that, you yeah. know? And sometimes people's home life is a lot more rough than you can imagine. And Thanksgiving could be a time where they want to spend it with friends or they would rather go to their friends for things than their family. So we are all very blessed in that sense. And I think I grew up in 
a well-off family. You know, they did everything for me. They provided everything and more. But I think the relationship between me and my parents growing up was a little bit different. We had a nanny. My parents were always busy. They went on trips without the kids. So it was like more distant. And so that's why I think it took me a little bit longer to fully understand and realize, wow, you actually did a lot for me and you were there for me because they weren't always there, if that makes sense. And not everybody's parents are always there for them, always going to all their games. I got hurt in soccer. And after that, my dad didn't come to a single soccer game. So, like, there there are situations that people go through and you don't even realize it. And so I think that could be a big factor. And if somebody said, well, maybe their water is thicker than their blood. And and, and when when it comes to is blood thicker than water, I think it's going to be on a per family basis. I mean, everyone's family is different. But fortunately for us, all of our parents are married. They've stayed together. We've had a very good family foundation, it seems like. You know, everybody growing up. But like you said, somebody who has divorced parents, somebody who has, you know, parents that aren't around, you know, abusive parents, abusive family, like verbally abusive, like whatever you have going on. I mean, I I would not blame them for saying that blood isn't thicker than water. It just has to do on your circumstance and what your family's like. My advice to that, though, is that I feel like everybody has a family somewhere. And I know that's kind of vague to say, but I feel like if you're parents or your family are not close to you you have a home somewhere else like maybe that'd be like a hobby a soccer team like a like a or people, work. people join like frats and stuff like that because maybe their parents aren't aren't in the mix and stuff like that so they want a brotherhood yeah that is like everybody has a home somewhere you just got to find it yeah and i know like a lot of people come to me about family advice and it's always tough for me to give family advice because my family does look like kind of like the perfect family but it's just like it's sometimes it's just tough to talk about when people come and they're like, oh, my mom's doing this or oh, my dad's doing this and I don't know how to handle it. And I'm just like, it's the only advice that I'm just never good with when it comes to family because my family did an important job of making sure that we were all close always. But there's a there's a home for everybody somewhere. And being in all the different groups of like, you know, when I played soccer and when I was a theater kid and then when I was in, you know, the communications program, like it was always a family oriented and that's what always felt good. Like it was always like, when away from home, being that I am away from home, like in Kansas and Nashville, I always have another home, whether that be the dance friends or something. Like there's a home always somewhere. I also think that's a good point. You said that you can find a family wherever you're at. And in a sense, that kind of is like your friends. But also, I think it's important, even if it's not your parents, if you have siblings, if you have cousins, I know I'm so close to my cousin and he's almost like my brother. Like you can find those people, even if they're not, like, directly in your family, like your siblings or your mom and dad, it doesn't have to be just about mom and dad. Yeah. I have a great relationship with my brother, and we never had that growing up. And I think as you get older, you can find that relationship within other family members as well. I can can totally relate to that because growing up, me and my sister had a very rough relationship. And there was a point in time where, like, we didn't talk for nearly a year just because of things that were going down at the time. And we've kind of rekindled that, and our relationship is a lot better right now because, like you said, like when you grow up, your relationships change. Your relationships change with your parents. The way you look at your parents in high school is not the way that you look at your parents now. You know, your relationship with your siblings when you're a child isn't the same as when they are an adult. And I think, like, we're in that phase right now where we're really starting to realize, like, 
how important a family yeah. dynamic is into the upbringing. Because, I mean, look at all of us. We're all out here. We're all out here doing our thing. And I think a lot of that has to do with people with good family lives. And yeah. I think that that's something that's really important and really to cherish. Now, for those people that don't have that, I mean, there's that's just an obstacle that, that, we, that we don't have to face. And yeah. I feel like that's hard for us to relate to. But most definitely, what Rodney said is, is true. If you do not have your family there for you, you can find a family elsewhere. And I think that that is really important. I think it's a great point to point out. That transition is serious. Like going from high school and being the freaking ignorant and arrogant about, you know, certain things and then like not listening to your parents or like not having the freedom. And then when you get to college and the real world, it's like, holy crap, man. Like that's, I can't believe I underestimated. Like my parents told me like, you'll, it's like that quote goes like when your parents say, you'll understand when you're my age. Or you'll understand when you get older. And yeah. It's like, no, like, shut up. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And, like, here we are. It's like, whoa. Everything that they said shit. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like I, that. I, I, will, I will never forget the night where I was struggling in my apartment. It was the first semester I was gone. And it might have been less than a month of me being in school and calling them and telling them that exact thing, man. Like, it is a real deal thing. Like, if you are at that age where you still think your parents aren't right or you still think your parents don't have the best interest for you when they're constantly nagging on you, it probably means that they've been there before and they, they want what's best for you. Exactly. I genuinely think unless you have shitty parents that your parents want what's best for you they might be annoying they might get under your skin but just know that they love you and they're doing it for the betterment of yourself i truly believe that families are kind of like relationships or friendships like it's like they're always going to have its ups and downs but your family relationship is probably going to be one of the most important ones that you should try to work on whether that be you guys like it's frustrating or not but family relationships you're always going to put a way more effort in than friendships or like a relationship like my mom my family my sister my dad are always going to come number one before anything and that's just the way that it should be i think that is so right because your family members aren't going away you that's the thing about friends you get to choose your friends you don't get to choose your family and i think growing up i kind of struggled with that because i was a rebel child and i was like never wanting to be home i didn't want to be around my family but i have realized like I don't get to choose my family, so let's work on it and love each other because then everybody is happy. Sure, we don't get a we don't agree on everything. Like me and my brother surely do not agree, agree on everything, especially going on right now. And so it's kind of it, it's just it's a touchy thing, but yeah. you have to work on it and you have to be willing to work on it because nothing is worse than a broken family, you know? And yeah. that that really can take a toll mentally on anybody and so for anybody that goes through that i feel for you yeah i kind of want to touch back on what you said about being the rebel child so back in high school i went from growing up i was raised strictly like my parents were stupid strict and i kind of want to get y'all's take like where where your family's like super strict back in the day and then did it go from because we all party a freak ton now like we party like crazy and to think that like i don't know you guys have been drinking pretty early like i just started drinking in college that was my first drink but like all throughout high school, I was like, just grades and soccer. I didn't party, I didn't do nothing, and that's how my parents had me. Like, I was, you know, like, our restriction and, like, our grounding was staying inside, not being able to go outside and play or not being able to do, like, certain games on the computer and stuff like that. Like, I don't know, I was raised really strict. You know, what about you guys? So, I mean, I was raised really strict as well, um, but I was a rebel child, just like Courtney was talking about. I got caught doing every, I got caught at a, my parents busted a party, took all my friends' alcohol. The first time I, the first time I ever smoked marijuana when I was in high school, 
I got caught and I was grounded for like four or five months. Like I got caught doing a lot of stuff. Damn. I got ki- I got kicked out at one point for acting up. Like I was just a bad like I was just a bad kid. This was in getting, high school. Yes, this is all in Jesus. high school. And I mean, me getting I always say like me getting kicked. I was kicked out for like a couple days. Like I had to go sleep on a friend's couch for a couple. Days. It wasn't nothing that that serious. But like it, you know, it was like a fight. It was constantly me trying to test my parents and battle them and battle their rules and all that stuff. And then. And I just, I just can't believe it because all my friends would tell me I had the cool parents and yeah. my parents were nice and, and that they liked them and they wanted to be around them and they wanted to come over. And I was like, no, I do not want to be here. I want to, I want to get out. I want to get away from these people. <laughs> and now I'm like, why did I not embrace them? Like, yeah. why did I just not let my friends come in? Like, yeah. I, I just wish I would have done it differently. What about you, Court? My parents were strict in some aspects. And then they weren't in others. Mm-hmm. When I say that, I mean that in terms of school. If I was getting my shit done and I was making good grades, they were happy. And so I was able to bend the other rules as I grew up and got a little bit older. Like, this is freaking crazy. But literally, like, when I was in high school, I, I could spend the night at a boyfriend's house. And my parents Hell were okay with it. No. <laughs> because... I was, I wasn't, I was in their eyes. I was a good kid and I, I, I was a good kid, but did I do crazy shit? Yes. Did they let me do it? Yes. Because I was honest. And I think that's another good thing too. It's like that relationship. I didn't view my parents as my like friends. Like some people have that weird relationship with their parents where it's like, they're their best friends and tell them everything. Yes. I tell my parents everything, but I think they were strict in sports and school, and as long as I was excelling, I could have fun. Yeah, that's good to see, though. I mean, like, it's it's different for everybody that, you know, your parents could be strict and, you know, it still works out in your favor. I mean, like, mine came later on. My, fa- my parents didn't start really, like, even in college, like, I still wasn't allowed to do a lot of stuff. And when I came home and stuff like that, my parents would still keep me in. I still had a curfew and stuff like that, so... A lot of what I do now does not reflect how I was raised at all. I feel like my rules that I had were kind of weird when I was younger. Like, I wasn't allowed to have a TV in my room, but I could drink alcohol. Like, it was just what? like... What? It's like weird. Uh, Mama yeah. Kurt, what's going on there? <laughs> but honestly, like, I turned out fine. Yeah. So I really like how my parents parented, I guess. Like, I would love to parent like that and have an open yeah. relationship with my kids. I want them to be honest with me. I am not ready for kids. I'm not saying I'm going to have kids anytime soon because, holy shit, I would die. Yeah. But I think I look up to my parents in that way. Yes, my dad was definitely more strict than my mom, and I got a lot of, I got away with a lot more because of my mom, and that caused a little bit of tension, too, in the house. <laughs> I don't know. I think every parent is like – every parents are like that though you have one pa- no not Both you. your parents are strict both of them really they crack the whip i mean my mom like if if my dad like ever got too mad at me and he was going crazy because i would do some dumb shit i mean she would set me like all right jeff that's enough he's had enough you've ripped him to him and then but th- that was it other than that they they were on the same page probably about most stuff now they could listen to this and be like oh hell no we weren't but to me it was always it's our way or the highway. That's all, all parents. <laughs> all okay. parents will do that. <laughs> we spend a lot of time talking about parents in general. What about like siblings or cousins? Do you view those relationships? Do you view your relationship with your cousin stronger than your friends? My Well, my sister's my best friend. I think everybody knows that. Everybody that knows me knows my sister's like my world. So I think I also defer in, in that conversation too because my sister's like my my 
focus. Like that's She's like your pride yeah, and joy. That's like my pride and joy best friend. Um, and but that grew differently as you, as I got older though, because I mean like we went from being in the same house to being able to hang out all the time and go do certain things and playing together all the time to going you know across the map and trying to keep a close best friendship you know, from afar, but we still did a great job at it. And my sister comes to me for everything and I go to her for everything. And the role that she plays in my life is simple. Like if she was like, don't date this girl, then I'm not dating the girl. Like that's how serious wow. it is for me and my sister. Like we're pretty close, close when it comes to like So family. you guys always got along? Oh yeah. We've always, I mean, we've had, you know, brother sibling fights, but we've always no. been best friends. Me either, Junie. <laughs> Dude, my, my, I remember one time my, y'all don't know this cause you're not, you all just never been there, but <laughs> Louisville Slugger bats. Yeah. We have a museum with a giant bat in front of it. Have you ever seen that or heard of it? Mm-mm. No. Either way, whatever. So they always hand out these little miniature bats, right? <laughs> and so we have a fuck ton of them because every year I feel like we were going to the museum to visit. Anyway, <laughs> my sister came at me one time, double-handed with these little miniature bats, and started swinging them at me because I pissed her off doing something. I'll never forget that. But no, me and my sister fought like physically all the time dude me and my brother did that too have you guys seen that meme uh i don't know if it's on facebook or twitter it might be on everything it's like a little girl with a knife and it's like were you the child that got chased by the knife yeah i saw that i saw that chasing (laughs) yeah my sister had two bats so my brother chased me around the house with a knife one time for real was he is he little or yes he's younger than me i was a bully though i was so mean to him he was my little bitch, and <laughs> I'm not kidding. He would listen and agree. Like now we get along great. That was supposed to be an older child, though. You could you could bully your yeah younger person a lot. But I remember this one time I we played this really stupid game called roller coaster and uh, this big love seat thing, and I put my feet on the ground and I fucking shoved it back on him, and the whole recliner fell on him, and he got stuck, and I ran, and <laughs> next thing you know. Little Chucky boy, his name is not Chuck, but he looked like the Chucky doll running after me with a knife, and I was screaming bloody murder. Where were your parents at? My mom was working in her office, and then she had to come break it up. Oh, lordy. I think everybody gets into sibling fights like that, but have you ever been to, like, a serious fight with your younger person? Yeah. Yeah. I told you. Serious, serious one. I told you. There was was a period... I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into details about it, but like I said, me and my sister, and this was only like a couple of years ago, when she when she was still in high school and I was in my first couple of years of college, that w- we were at an age that I was just like I I'm done I'm done I'm done with you right now and was that the right thing to do It, it probably wasn't, um, but we did we didn't talk for like eight nine months dude like it was it was serious to the point where all like the stuff that we had. We, that had happened while we were growing up the physical the the child stuff you know it it blew over to when you know i was in college and you know yeah. she was up in high school and it literally led to us like not talking and not wanting to be around each other and it was so toxic and i'm so blessed right now that our relationship is getting better yeah. and it 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 genuinely like makes me like happy that, it's a good that feeling. it is like it's it, such a good feeling when you're good and with your, when you're good with your family <laughs> i think that we have similar relationships with our siblings because i went through a period so i have a brother and a sister i'm not even talking about my sister she's so young we don't yeah. have anything in common but me and my brother did go through a period when i was in college and he was in high school we wouldn't talk and like when i would come home we wouldn't speak he literally thought thought i was the devil on earth and so he 
wanted nothing to do with me. And I was totally okay with it because I wanted nothing to do with him. And I didn't care yeah. what he was doing. He was annoying me. I was annoying him. I thought he was up to no good. He thought I was up to no good. And so, really, we didn't mend that relationship until my brother got into college. And so, I think as you get older, things just get easier. And you got to heal those wounds. Grow up a little bit I, more, yeah. I, I would say so, too, because my, my sister followed me to my university. So while Same. I was, so while, I, yeah, so while I was a senior, was you she, know, a freshman? she was a freshman. Oh my gosh, yeah. Jimmy, why did we not know this about each I, other? Well, obviously we don't talk about our siblings that much, but yeah, my brother was a freshman at the same college I went to when I was a senior. Yeah. Oh. So then, so then the whole aspect of like her moving down there and getting situated and like being in the same town as me and you know what else is really funny too? Our first day of class that that year, we had class together. Why were you in a freshman class? So okay, well, <laughs> I changed. I changed. I changed my major after my junior year. Okay. I went through three years of trying to be a teacher, and then I switched to sports and news broadcasting. You were gonna be a teacher? Yep. Wow, you you would have been a good teacher. Yeah, you had the voice for it. Listen, buddy. <laughs> hey, pal. Go to OR. <laughs> operation room. Go to the operation room. No. <laughs> no, but that's good though. It's good. It's good. It's always good to hear about people and, like, I love hearing when like people and their families are starting to do better. Like, that's my. Oh, I love family. That's just like it's, as you grow I love up. It. Yeah, as you get older and like I, just seeing people like families reunite. Cause me and my sister still cry. Uh, when we see each other sometimes, like I think it was up until like last year when we started visiting each other that. We used to, like, when I used to show up at our games and stuff like that, for the first time after seeing each other for, like, six months, we would cry. We would both cry. And that's how we've always been that close. And, like, my parents were always like, shut up. Like, stop crying. Like, you guys are ridiculous and stuff like that. But that was just, like, the friendship that we had. Like, that's crazy. Nobody will ever understand. Like, my sister is my fucking everything. My parents were like, love each other. Yeah. Love. Just just love each other. Just like, freaking do it. I got lucky. I got lucky that we we get a, get go together so well. I love it. Actually, like every tattoo I have is family and soccer. Really? Family and hockey. Like, every tattoo I have my and like, giants. Yeah, and well, that besides that one, but like all my first tattoos were family oriented. Like every, pre- pretty literally, pretty much every tattoo that I have is family oriented. And like I made sure that I had everybody on me, and all the religious stuff ties in towards family. And we actually all have family tattoos, and they all mean families forever. I actually, this is funny. I made my dad's arm. My dad has a tattoo of my name on him, and I thought that would never happen. <laughs> so, that's cool. He has your name on him? Yeah, my name is on my dad's arm. How sweet is that? That's so, my sister, ha- uh, so my dad did the same thing with my sister, um, and because she had a nickname when she was younger, and she ended up switching nicknames. Oh, no. So, he has the nickname. <laughs> he has the nickname, and it's like NJ. Her name is Alyssa Smith, and it says NJ. And this, it literally makes no sense. And he has to come up with a dumbass excuse every time people ask, what the hell is an NJ doing on your arm? <laughs> and he has a new story every time because it looks ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. That just goes to show don't get a tattoo too early before your kids grow up. No, that just goes to show that blood is thicker than water. Yeah, cause I, that, think, I, think that, I think that's dope. That's See, good. Yeah, it's, it is. It's original. I like it. It's funny. Like, it has a story to it. So when people ask, like. <laughs> but that's that's funny you mentioned tattoos. I don't I don't have any tattoos, but when I do plan on getting them later on, it's gonna be it's gonna be family. Yeah, based. I think a family one's the easiest first go to. Like a lot of people ask, like, what kind of tattoo should I get first? I'm like, whether well, you have your mom, do you have your dad, or do you have your siblings? Like a tattoo for your family is the first should be one of the first ones, and that's yeah. pretty much what a lot of people get. No, yeah, not for me. You don't want to get. Well, I think it's different for girls. Nah, no, mine's gonna be like something to do with 
re- religious reasons. Okay. Well, that's still good enough. Sorry, Mom and Dad. God comes first. <laughs> should, get one of, well, should get one of you guys eventually. Maybe. <laughs> no problem. So I think we all agree that blood is thicker than water, and pay attention to what your parents tell you to do young. Right? And yeah. love your siblings, even though they freaking suck when you're younger. Yeah, yes. work on that. A family yes. relationship is so important, and it will make you guys feel way more healthier if you get that established. I promise you. I promise, I promise. They're always going to be around, so you might as well suck it up, buttercup. All right, before we get into our last section of the show, I do want to ask you all, what's, what's our favorite Thanksgiving food? <laughs> What's yours? A freaking uh, horse patty? Food. A horse patty? <laughs> yeah, you're from Kentucky. Um, we don't eat horses. We breed them and race them. <laughs> She's always they... coming for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, but, I know what it is. It's fried food. chicken, baby. Mine's, no, my... Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. Mac and cheese. I'm sorry. It's basic, but Ooh. I love it. You my told me that we would way. never guess that. It's fucking uh, mac and cheese. Oh, no, he said pie. I said pie, girl. Yeah, a cow patty. <laughs> <laughs> horse patty oh so wait what was your favorite food courtney i love my dad's stuffing ew what my dad makes really good stuffing it's like cajun and you said mm. yours is macaroni and cheese okay that sounds kind of good actually it's really good it's like not normal stuffing it's like totally louisiana twist okay that cajun that's not bad okay but what about okay so what about pies derby pie oh of course this derby is patty he- pie <laughs> What the derby fuck is a derby pie? pie? It's this literally. Is, is it the winning horse chopped up in a pie? <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's actually pecan pie with chocolate chips in it. That's it. But oh, that sounds kind of good. That so... sounds like a good little patty. Um, yeah, a little chopped up horse over there. Oh, Kentucky headass. Wait, so I'm going to. Okay, so I'm going to go to your Thanksgiving next year. No, you don't want to go. Oh, just kidding. Never mind. <laughs> we have cold go. turkey, dude. Cold. I had to. Oh, wait, so you eat, you eat white turkey? Yeah. Like you don't, y'all eat dark don't have meat? D- dark meat? No. Do you Ooh. eat like a? Oh, oh, I, I, I'll tell you turkey? this though. My uncle fried makes turkey? kick-ass yeah. hams. He makes hams Ew. and ham. No, like. No, hams give you worms in your brain. Um, not my uncle's. Um, <laughs> so is this you saying I can't go to your Thanksgiving? You no, well, you're always invited. <laughs> I'm invited, Courtney. Uh, what are you doing for next Thanksgiving? You would just shit on our Thanksgiving. You would shit on our Thanksgiving. Okay, so you come to mind. You're shitting on your own Thanksgiving. <laughs> I know. I didn't even get to try it yet. No, I just, I just know that. I just know your taste in food. Maybe I just want to meet your family. Yeah, well, that that does need to happen. But you're having that steak off with my dad. So. Oh, your dad does not want the business. He's bringing the Millers. He, I know he's listening, and I'm telling you, I'm trying to tell you, we got a special family recipe that was going to go crazy on a lab, but we'll give you a chance. I'll give you a chance. That slap your mama sauce. Yeah, you don't know about it. But let's go ahead and transition to our Make It Make Sense segment. Yeah. I was like, damn, girl, you know, I can contribute to my uh, excitement. No, All right. sing a little jingle. So our friend sent in... She's having boy problems. Toxic ex issues. Oh, I've been there. It's really a, this is a long message. But basically, she has a toxic ex that is coming back into her life. Um, and of course, anytime anybody's messing with their ex, they do it low-key. So, like, they've been pretty low-key about it. Um, but she's thinking that he has changed. Um, but they're only doing, like, Late night things. He's not treating her right, and all. He's like, well, uh, stopping right like, there. Yeah, he's coming over late at night, and like she le- he left her on red on her on his birthday and stuff like that, and had a stupid ass excuse. And basically, she just wants to know like thoughts, like it, like like they've 
Here's dated my thoughts. for a long time. So I've been here. I've done it. I dated someone for a long time. I don't want to say this and anybody take it in the wrong way because I think people can change. Do I think people can completely change? Absolutely not. They will always end up going back to their old habits because habits don't die. Habits take a long time to change. And for me, when I got back into a relationship with someone maybe that I had seen flags with before, the same things came back. And guess what? They were amplified. You, you want to know what's crazy, Courtney? I've actually done the exact same thing. I dated this girl in high school and we broke up and then we ended up dating again, you know, later in life when I was in college. In exact same thing. Even even though it was years apart, I went back to that person because I thought they'd grown up and changed, and they didn't. I'm also a strong believer in the fact that I'm just going to throw myself under the bus here. I still had wounds from the first time from the shit that happened. So I was unhealthy too, and I was insecure about that stuff happening again. And yes, it did happen again, but I probably made it happen faster because I was already insecure about it thinking about it you cannot get back together with someone if you're already expecting them to be like I I think I think you're looking into it too much you can't blame yourself for what other people do bottom line when it comes to this situation I'm sorry if you have the thought that they've changed but yet they're still doing the same stuff and you're bothered by it and sending it into us asking us for advice then he hasn't changed yeah all I'm saying is is if somebody's changed and they did you dirty that person should be going out of their way to make sure that you don't feel that way again if they That's genuinely exactly want to be with I you. Said. It is bullshit to sit here and think that somebody is changing for you but yet making you feel the same way. That's I'm exactly sorry, but you are blinded by your feelings. People and you just need do that to look bored. at the reality of the situation. They do it because they're bored. Like, you only... Still messing with an ex while you're waiting for other people to come along is just strictly because you're bored and you're gonna mess up your mental state of mind and trying to trying to balance all that at once. And and, and here here's the true test. Tell him you don't want to have sex until it's like official again. Oh, see he did see what say he says. Late see what he says. Yeah, it's late. Yeah. It's late nights so of tell, tell but, him you don't want to have but, sex until he but makes it official. The person who sent this in is also just being just as toxic because you're allowing him to do it. That, if you're going to just continue to go have sex with him too because you want to have sex, then you can't ask for a better result if you're still making it worse. You know, like because honestly, that is creating toxic his yeah. mind, toxic her mind. Altogether, it's gonna freaking explode. You're allowing it to be bad because you keep selling yourself short, and that's what's making the issue here. That's what's the issue. So if you want to make it make sense, you got to do what's put your pride aside and do the right thing for you and stop. Be selfish. Yeah, no one, be selfish. No one will respect you until you respect, respect yourself. yourself. And that's where we're A hundred percent. You got to love yourself, respect yourself, be independent, strong ass woman, man, whatever you are. Be a boss ass bitch. Period. And it will get a heck of a lot better. I'm speaking from experience. Fucking own it. Just own, just own up to it. Exit out of it. There is so many fucking men, women out there. I promise you, yeah, you will find patient. one that is golden. Be patient. And that's a wrap for episode 12, 13? 14. Four, 13. Oh, 13. 13. It is 13. That is a wrap for episode 13. Making sense of adulting is your blood thicker than your water. Um, It's different for everyone. Thank you guys for tuning in to this Making Sense of Adulting podcast. It's your boy Radio Rod. Sign it out. Howdy. Later.